Minister of the Lordly Present, which had arrived with a polite message from Kame-sama. Kotsuke no Suke, in eager delight, sent for the councillor into an inner chamber, and, after thanking him, promised on the morrow to instruct his master carefully in all the different points of etiquette. So the councillor, seeing the miser's glee, rejoiced at the success of his plan, and having taken his leave, returned home in high spirits. But Kamei-sama, little thinking how his vassal had propitiated his enemy, lay brooding over his vengeance, and on the following morning at daybreak, went to court in solemn procession. When Kotsuke no Suke met him, his manner had completely changed, and nothing could exceed his courtesy. You have come early to court this morning, my lord Kamei, said he. I cannot sufficiently admire your zeal. I shall have the honour to call your attention to several points of etiquette today. I must beg your lordship to excuse my previous conduct, which must have seemed very rude, but I am naturally of a cross-grained disposition, so I pray you to forgive me. And as he kept on humbling himself and making fair speeches, the heart of Kamei-sama was gradually softened, and he renounced his intention of killing him. Thus, by the cleverness of his counsellor, was Kamei-sama, with all his house, saved from ruin. Shortly after this, Takumi no Kami, who had sent no present, arrived at the castle, and Kotsuke no Suke turned him into ridicule even more than before, provoking him with sneers and covert insults. But Takumi no Kami affected to ignore all this, and submitted himself patiently to Kotsuke no Suke's orders. This conduct so far from producing a good effect, only made Kotsuke no Suke despise him the more, until at last he said haughtily, Her, my lord of Takumi, the ribbon of my sock has come untied. Be so good as to tie it up for me. Takumi no Kami, although burning with rage at the affront, still thought that as he was on duty, he was bound to obey, and tied up the ribbon of the sock. Then Kotsuke no Suke, turning from him petulantly, exclaimed, Why, how clumsy you are! You cannot so much as tie up the ribbon of a sock properly. Anyone can see that you are a boor from the country, and know nothing of the manners of Yedo. And with a scornful laugh, he moved towards an inner room. But the patience of Takumi no Kami was exhausted. This last insult was more than he could bear. Stop a moment, my lord, cried he. "'Well, what is it?' replied the other, and as he turned round, Takumi no Kami drew his dirk and aimed a blow at his head, but Kotsuke no Suke, being protected by the court cap which he wore, the wound was but a scratch, so he ran away, and Takumi no Kami, pursuing him, tried a second time to cut him down, but, missing his aim, struck his dirk into a pillar. At this moment an officer named Kajikawa Yusabe, Seeing the affray, rushed up, and holding back the infuriated noble, gave Kotsuke no Suke time to make good his escape. Then there arose a great uproar and confusion, and Takumi no Kami was arrested and disarmed, and confined in one of the apartments of the palace under the care of the censors. A council was held, and the prisoner was given over to the safeguard of a daimyo, called Tamura Ukiyo no Daibu, who kept him in close custody in his own house, to the great grief of his wife and of his retainers. And when the deliberations of the council were completed, it was decided that as he had committed an outrage and attacked another man within the precincts of the palace, he must perform harakiri, that is, commit suicide by disemboweling. His goods must be confiscated and his family ruined. Such was the law. So Takumi no Kami performed harakiri, 
his castle of Akko was confiscated, and his retainers having become ronin, some of them took service with other daimyos, and others became merchants. Now amongst these retainers was his principal counsellor, a man called Oishi Koranosoki, who, with 46 other faithful dependents, formed a league to avenge their master's death by killing Kotsuke Nosuke. This Oishi Kuranosuke was absent at the castle of Akko at the time of the affray, which, had he been with his prince, would never have occurred. For being a wise man, he would not have failed to propitiate Kotsuke Nosuke by sending him suitable presents, while the counsellor who was in attendance on the prince at Yedo was a dullard who neglected this precaution, and so caused the death of his master and the ruin of his house. So Oishi Kuranosuke and his 46 companions began to lay their plans of vengeance against Kotsuke Nosuke, but the latter was so well guarded.